I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You need to know this. If you have this one thing, it might cost you all of your friends. Oh. Hmm. I better go get it. <laughs> There's okay. a new trend that's costing people their friends at an alarming rate. Why are people dropping their friends? And could you be the next to get dropped? You'll find out right after this. It's the Jubal Show. If you have this one thing, it might cost you all of your friends. Okay. It's the Jubal Show. And there's a new trend that's costing people their friends at an alarming rate, which makes sense because my invisible friend, Paul Churro, the Churro King of Milwaukee, hasn't <laughs> talked to me in months. Lame. Yeah. Dang, man, that Churro guy must be real busy. I know. <laughs> I thought it might be because we got into a heated debate where I told him that if fried doughs were the government, the waffle would be the president, elephant ears would be the VP, and Churros would be the press secretary who's about to get fired to distract the media from the fact that the president, what Mr. Waffle, just got busted for letting some someone other than the first waffle, his wife, Butter them up, you know what I mean? Waffles aren't fried, though. Oh. <laughs> I know, and the only thing I got out of it was waffles aren't fried dough. <laughs> waffles aren't fried dough? No. What are waffles, then? You put them in, oh. like, you put them in a waffle maker. I'll Google it. They are, Well, okay, so when I was um, thinking of the intro for this segment, uh-huh. and Mr. Mr. Paul Churro and the waffle thing, and by the way, that was a really good breakdown of the U.S. government cycle, if you um, really... <laughs> I mean, you know, but anyway, um, I Googled, like, what... A waffle is, and it says it's fried dough. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. They are. They're just not deep fried, which might be what you're thinking of. Interesting. Because that thing that you're putting them on is basically a pair of skillets, squeezing them, and they're frying them. Okay, can we so stop? So is pancakes fried dough, too? Anyway, yeah, this is I think not so. I think pancakes are fried dough as well. <laughs> anyway. That really is blowing my mind. See, see what I mean? That's why I lost my invisible friend, Paul Churro. <laughs> Yeah, man. You get heated debates about fried dough. Uh-uh. Anyway, what is the one thing that you can have that might make your friends drop you? What? Money. Apparently, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a new trend of people dropping their friends because their friends have money. Don't you, don't you want friends that have money, though? Because then they bring you along on stuff and pay for stuff and... 
you know, you boats and planes and yeah, that's true. I've been trying to things. convince Jubal to buy me a plane for years. <laughs> <laughs> Over it never works. Eighty percent of people that they just polled said that if they have rich friends. There's, they started dropping them because they have to k- try to keep up with their rich friends, right? Mm. Uh. So, yes, Nina, to your point, yeah, absolutely. You want rich friends because they do cool things and they have all kinds of, they have boats and things like that. But they but can pay for you. They Well, yeah, mm. they should pay for you. <laughs> but I think sometimes they don't. So a lot of people find themselves going to expensive restaurants, right? Yeah. And then oh. ended up going in debt because they have mm. rich friends. So they've started to drop their friends who are have more money than they do. I don't know if that's smart. Yeah, well, you know what I'm thinking of it as, actually, Nina, is it's like if, if you're trying to quit smoking, you stop hanging out with smokers. If you're trying to stop spending money, you stop uh, hanging out with people who spend money. Maybe that's the, is that the vibe? I just think that there's a level of pride here. If you're not going to yeah. tell your friends that you can't afford the dinner, then that's on you. Because if you're like, I'm sorry, I can't afford the dinner, yeah. chances are your friends will be like, don't worry about it. Yes. I got you. And don't you want to surround yourself with people like that, Successful. that help push you to the next level? Right. You would. Yeah. hundred percent. And it is a pride thing, you know, because people won't say, uh, man, I want to go to that restaurant with you, but it's super expensive. If you have, if you, if you have the money to pay for it, right. they won't say that they'll go along with you and then you'll split the bill with them or they'll pay for themselves. And they'll just be like, wow, I, I didn't have the money to do that. Now I'm overdrawn because I want to hang out with my friend. Which right? sucks. And I get yeah. that position, but. I'm surprisingly conflicted by this story. Really? Yeah, I don't... I'm so... I'm the person that does the other thing. Like, somebody wants to hang out. I'm like, yeah, let's go hang out. And it's like a pride thing. It's an ego thing, right? Yeah. And then I suffer all the consequences. But I think I'm like the person which be like, hey, sorry, I can't afford it. But that's really hard to say out loud. Right. You can always just say that you don't want to hang out. Yeah, but then I feel like a jerk. <laughs> Don't say it like that, Victoria. You can put some extras on it and make it a little nicer. <laughs> I don't want to hang out. No. Which is why rich people are losing their friends at an alarming rate. <laughs> no, it's like a lot of my friends here, they do make a lot more than me. But... They don't go to like that crazy expensive restaurants, but when they do, I'll either say yes, and I mean, I save my money semi well to where I can't <laughs> afford it, or I'll just get like an appetizer or something small. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it's like if I can't afford it and it's too expensive, I'll just be like, oh, like it's okay, like y'all go. Like I've locked a lot of work to do, anyways. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay, it on work. Okay. <laughs> That's safe. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> do you think they'd pay for you if you went along? If you told them, hey, um, sorry, you're, you, um, you're rich. <laughs> and I can't go to that restaurant right now because I'm not as rich as you. Would they? Do you think that they would go? I'll take care of it. I or would they, they make you pay for it still? I think they would, and so I'd feel bad. I'd just be like, no, no, no. Like it's literally like not that big of a deal. Like I don't care that much to go. So you're a nice person. Some people wouldn't do that. Some people oh. would take advantage of their friends like that. <laughs> Absolutely, you know? they definitely do. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the one taking advantage of my friends. I'm saying, I'm saying I've been taking advantage like, of. Absolutely, I've gone broke. I've paid for a lot of meals. <laughs> I have. I've gone broke taking care of my friends. So the most common things that well-off friends cause people to overspend on are meals, drinks at bars, vacations, mm-hmm. um, elaborate celebrations like birthdays and things like that. Clothes and spa treatments are a couple of the other ones. Yeah. See, all those things are so nice and you (laughs) want to be able to afford them. Right. But then Nina's right because like you want to surround yourself with people who are successful enough to do that. But I feel like in modern times, 
they're not successful at the thing you even want to be successful at. They just randomly got a job that pays them $200,000 a year. And they're, maybe they're not even that successful. Maybe they just tripped and fell into a gig. It's so conflicting. I'm actually conflicted. Talking about a new trend of people dropping their friends who make a lot of money because they just can't keep up. I mean, I don't know if you should drop them as a friend, though. Oh, right? no, you shouldn't. I mean... No, absolutely not. I just don't understand the benefit of dropping your rich friends. And I don't want to say rich, but people that are a little bit more well off. Right. Yeah. In the moment. Because, you know, it ebbs and flows. Sometimes One day, you're going to be the one that has more money, Victoria. And one day, you're going to be the one that buys us all expensive steaks. Yeah. It's not right now. And that day is today. Yeah. Whenever, whenever you make that money, Victoria... Believe me, I will take full advantage. <laughs> okay? Yeah. It's okay. Every time Jubal leaves this office and goes, hey, does anyone want a coffee? I'd be like, hey, yeah, I would love one. I <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. How come you could do it with Jubal but not your friends? Yeah. That's a good point. Well, she, <laughs> she earned it. Yeah. I guess that's it. She's like, I have to work with this fool. <laughs> you better give me a coffee. How much I had to do yesterday because you couldn't be on schedule. <laughs> Can I get one, too? <laughs> sure. Everybody's getting coffee today. It's time for What's Trending with Nina. Emojis have a different use than ever before. Uh -oh. Specifically, the thumbs up emoji can be used for something else. What? It's legally binding. Did you know that? What? So, yes, a judge in Canada just ruled that emojis can be legally binding. What does that mean? Huh. So there was this farmer who sent a thumbs up emoji after a buyer texted him a contract. And he's like, cool, <laughs> I received your contract. So in his mind, that's what he was saying that he, had happened. Meanwhile, the other guy's like, well, you never fulfilled my order. Took it to court. And the judge was like, yeah, that thumbs up emoji is legally binding. What? You should have fulfilled the order. Oh, he's no. like, what? So there's this whole thing Man. now. It's a warning. Be careful what emojis you send because it can be legally binding. I'm done communicating with anybody in any way. <laughs> because everything can be used against you in court, right? And you never know who wants to sue you or whatever. I mean, can wow. you imagine? So if you send an eggplant emoji, be careful. You're going to end up in HR. <laughs> so. Yeah, like if you, if you, I guess if you didn't deliver on the eggplant. That's legally binding. You have to deliver on the eggplant. So if you send that, make sure you follow oh, through. Good thing there's a Whole Foods right down the street. So that's what's trending. Your first date follow up is coming up right after this. It's the Jubal Show. First date follow up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. Online at advocateslaw.com. Krista is on the phone today for a first date follow up, and she's getting ghosted by a dude named Cameron. And she has no idea why. So let's see if we can help her out, maybe figure out why, and maybe get her another date if she still wants one. Krista, before we talk about Cameron and your date, how long has it been since you heard from him? It's been a couple weeks now. Have you tried to reach out to him multiple times? I did. I sent a couple, like, texts back to back. Um, but double texting makes me feel a little weird. Mm -hmm. um, and then I did actually call him once and didn't didn't get a response if you don't mind me asking if it's been like a few weeks what makes you want to actually get a hold of him i guess like did the date just go that well it went really well and like i know he's a busy guy um you know he works really hard so i guess there's a part of me that's like maybe he's just really swamped right now and sure. it has nothing to do with me but to your point though victoria what was it about cameron that krista yeah, but Krista, what was it about Cameron <laughs> that made him so special? I don't know. He was like really charismatic. Um, and obviously there was like a physical attraction there, but also mm -hmm. like he just knows how to like light up a room. Um, like 
turn the you lights know, like, on or his personality? <laughs> <laughs> no, his personality. Like he just, he like brought such like this like warm and fuzzy feeling and he was like making everyone smile around him. He was like cracking jokes mm-hmm. and um, he was like really, really cute around kids that we saw when we were on our date. And oh. yeah, I don't know. He just like made me feel special and I could tell he was making other people feel special as well. Okay. Aww. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's good. So what do you think happened then? Why do you think he's ghosting you? I truly have no idea. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, literally the only thing I can think of would be I'm a little bit more awkward than he is. Um, I don't know. Like, he's so natural with kids, but, like, that's, I don't really have that inclination. Um, and so, you know, like, I, at one point I tried to be like Cameron and I, you know, I tried to, like, make this kid laugh when we were at the aquarium. Mm-hmm. And um, he actually, the kid started crying, which, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was not my intention, obviously. Um, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, kind of tried to, like, scare him a little bit. Like, <laughs> I was sort of, like, impersonating a shark. It's, like, a long story, but... Um, it kind of freaked him out and I don't know, I, like Cameron and I laughed about it. And so I thought it was, you know, I thought it was like not a big thing, but I don't know, maybe that was a red flag somehow. Hmm. Okay. I mean, as a person who I, you know, I never was around kids until mm-hmm. recently. And so I was always super awkward when I tried to talk to a kid and I just didn't know how to do it. So I, I know where you're coming from. Cause I could tell a lot of times when I would try, people would be like, wow, you obviously have never dealt with children before, <laughs> you know? I don't know if that's enough to not call somebody back, though. So let's back up, Krista. Can you tell us about the date? Like, what happened on the date? Yeah, it was a day date. Um, And like I said, we went to this aquarium, um, which was so fun. And then afterward, we grabbed a couple beers and some pizza. Um, Yeah, it was just like a very wholesome, really fun, action-packed day. With kids crying and everything. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) All right, and you've heard nothing, and you other than just being awkward and making a kid cry, you can't think of any other thing that went went kind of weird with your date. No, like we kissed at the end, and um, we basically we both said like I'm so excited to do this again, and uh, yeah, that was literally it. Okay, cool. Well, then we'll play a song, come back, and then call him and see if we can figure it out for you, and maybe get you another date. Okay, thank you. Play a song, come back, get your first date follow up next. First date follow up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. Online at AdvocatesLaw.com. Right in the middle of your first date follow-up, if you're just joining us, Krista is on the phone and she's getting ghosted by Cameron, who she really liked a lot. So we're going to see if we can find out why she's getting ghosted first when we call Cameron and then see if she still wants another date after she hears why in just a second. But before we do that, Krista, refresh everybody's memory about your date with Cameron. Yeah, we went to an aquarium together. We had a really great time. Um, the only weird thing that happened was like, I accidentally made a kid cry, but like, I didn't think anything of it. We like laughed about it. (laughs) And then afterward we grabbed a couple beers and pizza. It was so fun. We kissed goodbye and we said we'd see each other again, but I haven't heard anything. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, like it always trips me out when people kiss and they'll have like a nice moment at the end and then get ghosted, you know, like if they just go like, all right, see you later or bye mm-hmm. with no kind of affection, no kissing, no hugging, whatever, then it makes sense. But when people like r- literally kiss and then disappear, um, disappear, kiss and disappear. Mm-hmm. Well, Krista, let's see if we can make him kiss and reappear. I'm gonna call him right now. Here we go.
Hello. Hi, may I speak to Cameron, please? Hi, yeah, this is Cameron. Cameron, what's up, man? How are you? My name is Jubal from a radio show called The Jubal Show. Hi, Cameron. Not to overwhelm you, but my name is Nina, also from the show. My name is Victoria, also from the show. There's three people on the phone with you right now. We're calling you because we got an email about you, and we needed to see if you had a few minutes to talk about something. Yeah, yeah. You uh, So you got an email about me? Yeah. We do a segment on the show. It's called the first date follow-up. What that is is if you go out on a date with somebody and then you end up ghosting them, they can email us to get you on the phone and find out what happened and why you're ghosting them and you're ghosting somebody that listens to our show. Yeah, I, I think I know what this is about, honestly, and I don't know if you guys really want, want me to go into it. I mean, I guess you do. You're calling me, but like, right. you know. Um, well, I mean, is it that much of a thing thing? I mean, we got a couple minutes. It's okay. Yeah. I want to make sure we're talking about the right person. Her name is Krista. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the one I, I kind of figured. <laughs> well, everybody who agrees to do the first day follow-up, they always know that they can hear something that they might not want to hear, so she wants to know. Um, how do I say this? I'm kind of angry about it. If, if I'm being honest, okay, so the date was pretty great. I actually really, really liked her. Okay. Um, And so you're like, okay, <laughs> That should be a good thing. Yeah, right. it, it is. But she is in an open relationship with someone, and she didn't tell me that until, like, literally we were leaving. Oh. And then I have to supposedly now meet this guy because, I don't know, I don't understand the rules of that kind of arrangement. So how did that even come up, though? Because we heard it was, like, a nice kiss at the end of the day, and then you guys were like, cool, see you again soon. So where in that did that come up? Yeah, so we we kissed and it was good. And I was like, I would love to see you again. And then three hours later, she said, yeah, I would love to see you again. Um, but I have to bring my boyfriend and he would like to meet you as well. Because he I, she said she doesn't what? need permission to date anyone. I mean, but I even got lost there. I'm like, wait, what? Like, huh? you know what I mean? It's like yeah. layers of layers of like mental. I don't I couldn't I didn't want to even follow at that point. This was yeah. after you kissed. This is after we kissed. Okay. Yeah, this didn't come up in the beginning. This didn't come up, you know, when we were texting before the day. This came up at the end when I felt emotionally like she's a really cool person. I could see myself with this person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I probably feel like I would ghost at that point, too. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, I can't change that. Do you know what I mean? And I... I guess I'm judgmental, but I, I don't want to be. And so just the best thing to do is just to like not engage and just move back into the weird dating pool. <laughs> it is so weird yeah. out there. I feel your struggle, Cameron, but I don't think you're being judgmental for that. I think you feel misled. Yeah. Well, thanks for telling us, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess, um, sorry, I wasn't more positive, you know, but that's, that's okay. just how I feel. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fine. All, all we wanted to find out was the truth. And I appreciate you being truthful. I also need yeah. to be truthful and tell you that Krista has been on the phone this, the whole time and has been listening and wants to talk to you. Oh, oh my God. OK. Um, OK. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> uh, not great. Um, I feel that. <laughs> I feel like you are actually being judgmental, to be honest. A lot of people are in open relationships these days. It's not like this weird, like abnormal thing. It's like very common. And you didn't have to ghost. You could have 
you could have just told me straight up, like, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, and I would have understood. A bit hypocritical, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I told you. It's not like I. It's not like I withheld information from you. I told you when I needed to tell you. So you felt you needed to tell me after I got to know you and liked you, as opposed to me knowing that you come with a certain set of rules you didn't and regulations. Ask me. Everyone comes you, with. You don't like, think you don't think I need to know stuff. that. I do, and that's why I told you. And I it was the first date. It's not like I told you like three months in or something. Okay, like cool. we had a great guess, date, and we, you even said that yourself. We had a great date, you, and I'm yeah, a one-woman one man, <laughs> and I was really disappointed because I don't want to date you and another dude, or you while you're dating another dude. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to devote okay, myself to one person. It goes both ways. Like, you could have said on your profile, like, I'm not interested in dating you know, a person who's in an open relationship. Like, don't you think that it would be the person that's in the open relationship to disclose? Maybe you can put that on your profile. Is there like a symbol like the oh. pineapple that people can just put on there? Oh, yeah. Well, I told like I told him in person. I didn't like I didn't want him to like judge me based on my profile and then not like get to know me. OK. And he got to know me and he really liked me. Yeah. I mean, you told me at the end of the day, once we kissed, once I had gotten to know you why didn't you just tell me maybe at the beginning of the date? It didn't come up, Cameron. You didn't ask me anything that, that would <laughs> like make, that would make me want to tell you that. Right. I didn't ask you at the end either. Yeah. But, okay. Fair. But like, you're making, you're making me out to be like a bad person because I, because I'm in an open relationship. <laughs> I don't think you're a bad person. I'm just disappointed because I really liked you. Cameron, would you like to go on another date with Krista? We'll pay for it. I appreciate that, uh, but no, unless she is maybe not going to do this thing, but I don't want to change someone. You know what I mean? Krista, how are you doing? Are you okay over there? I mean, of course I'm disappointed. I think that really sucks, and I feel like we're shooting ourselves in the foot because this was like, this was a good thing, but I guess there's, like, I can't argue with your beliefs, so... I mean, Cameron, all I'll say is like, you know, we could have had a really good fun time, the three of us, and you're <laughs> missing out. So, uh, <laughs> you're yeah, I don't, uh, I, uh, I don't think so, but thanks. <laughs> so polite. Jubal's first date follow-up. The MLB All-Star Game is tomorrow night, and we've got tickets right now. Yeah, we Ooh. do. It's the Jubal Show, but <laughs> we're not just going to give them to you. You got to earn it. Mm-hmm. You don't just get these tickets. You got to earn it. And how are you going to earn them? By playing a game of Think Fast. Oh. So call right <laughs> So call right now. Call right now. 888-343-1061. 888-343-1061. one And if you can, Think Fast. Oh. <laughs> You'll be going to the All-Star Game. And in honor of the All-Star Game, it'll be a baseball edition of Think fast. Oh, <laughs> coming, Victoria. Coming up right after this. It's the Jubal Show. The MLB All-Star Game is tomorrow night, and we've got your tickets right now. It's the Jubal Show. And you can get those tickets if you can. Think fast. Oh. <laughs> and, and how do I think fast, you ask? Well, the game is played like this. We have an index card we have a bowl filled with index cards, and written on those cards are baseball terms. Then, you ch- uh, sorry, I, I'm 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 uh, 
stopping for a second because I'm trying to find my music, so it's a little more exciting. One second. Okay, cool. Uh, where's the game show music? It's coming. There it there is. It okay. is. <laughs> it's time for a game of baseball. Think fast. How's the game played? Well, it's played like this. We have a bowl filled with index cards in the studio. Written on those cards are baseball terms. Mm. Our contestant will choose either Victoria, me, or our producer Brad to grab a card out of the bowl and try to describe the word on that card. Yeah. And if they can understand our really bad description of things <laughs> and get three right before they get three wrong, they win and they'll be going to the All-Star game. Nina is exempt from this because Nina's the only person in the room who actually knows baseball. <laughs> so it's going to be real fun. Good luck, guys. I can't wait. Let's meet today's contestant for Sink Fast. Where are you at, Victoria? Oh, yeah, Chandra. <laughs> Chandra, what's up? How are you? Not bad. Good. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for asking. Chandra, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Are you ready to think fast? I sure hope so. <laughs> so, Chandra, uh, it's played like you you heard me describe how it's played. If, how are you? Do you know baseball very well? I I mean yes, somewhat. Okay, cool. Um, who do you want to draw the first index card out of the bowl? Jubal, Victoria, or Brad? You thank you, mm-hmm. Victoria. Okay, Victoria. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see how this so, goes. Victoria, Victoria's going to draw an index card out of the bowl. On that card is a baseball term. She's going to attempt to describe it without saying what the word is. And based on her really bad description, <laughs> you'll have to see if you can guess what the term is. Okay? Okay. You have 30 seconds to see if you can get it right. You have to get three right before you get three wrong. Chandra? Yep. Good luck. You're going to need it. Good luck. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Here we go. How are you feeling, Victoria, about the word you got? Um, At first, I wasn't as confident, but I feel more confident now. You think you'll be okay? Okay. Yeah. They're all easy for the most part. <laughs> all right, Chandra. Your time starts now. Okay. They throw the ball. They stand on a mound. They... Sure. Yes. Good job. All right. Good job, Chandra. That's impressive. <laughs> I almost wanted to say that they're on the team, but they're all on the team. <laughs> she said they throw a ball. <laughs> they're on the baseball team that's playing on the field. You got the mound, Chandra. though. Um, I'm happy about Chandra, that. you got one right. Okay. Do you want to keep with Victoria or do you want to switch to another person? Let's do Victoria again. You're going to do Victoria again. All right. Victoria sure. is going to draw another card out of the bowl. Okay. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Victoria just looked up. Victoria just looked you know up in her head is? at her brain. You know I how? Know. Yes, I know what it is. You know, you know how it is when you have to get the wheels turning in your brain. Victoria just did that. She looked up at her brain like, "Come on, what are you gonna do?" <laughs> All right. <I'll> slow sometimes. <laughs> Chandra. Yes. Here we go. See if you can get what Victoria is trying to describe. Your time starts okay. now. Okay. They hit the ball really, really far. Everyone's screaming. It's so exciting. He runs all the bases. Hitter. Uh, no. All, he goes all the bases. He... <laughs> Grand slam. I uh, know, but you're so close. Home run. Yes, yes. Oh, you got it? Oh, wow. Okay. You just been like what dudes say when they <laughs> go all the way. All the bases. He runs all the bases. Congratulations, Chandra. You got that one right, too. Okay, so you just need to get one more right 
before you get okay. three wrong, and you will win tickets to the All Star Game. Have you okay. have you been down to any of the stuff down there? No, unfortunately, because I've had I have kids in baseball, so. Uh, we've been busy. Okay, so this weekend you were carting them around to their baseball stuff. Yes. Yeah, dude, it, we, it's awesome. We were all down there this weekend mm-hmm. outside of the All Star Game stuff. It's it's a vibe down there. It's fun. The world's Super largest fun. baseball is down there. <laughs> yes, no doubt. All right, Chandra. So your kids play baseball. How old are your kids? 12, 13, and 8. Which one's the best athlete? <laughs> oh, they're all good. Yeah, good I knew answer. you were going to say that. Good In your head, though, there is one that came to mind first. And you, don't have to, you don't have to tell us. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Here we go. Victoria, you got another Uh-oh. Uh, oh, okay. card <laughs> out of the bowl. <laughs> Okay, got one. Victoria's grabbed a card out of the bowl, and written on that card is a baseball term, and Victoria's going to attempt to describe it. She's looking out her brain again. (laughs) Victoria's shaking her head. It's a little harder. It's going to be a tough one. I think we can do it. Uh Okay. Okay. Here we go, Chandra. Your time starts now. His shirt is black and white stripes. He stands behind the catcher. Oh. Umpire. Yes. Yeah. Good job, Good Victoria. Job. I'm so proud. Man. Chandra, congratulations. Yeah. You got you. tickets to the All-Star game and you just won a, a round of you just you just win. You win. <laughs> Think fast. Good job that winning that. Too. Yeah. Thank you win you, Victoria. Thank you for playing. <laughs> it's literally the most amazing things that uh, to ever happen in sports was Victoria being able to describe those things. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> Chandra, congratulations, okay? Thank you so much. Yep, and join us next time we play Think Fast. Okay. Oh. Yes. All right, what's next? Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. Hey, what's up? You have a dirty little secret? I do. And it's a serious uh, little secret. Okay. Ooh. Let's get it then. Yes. Thank you it? for the preface. Um, yeah. I work in a nursing home. Mm. And you will not believe the black mold in the nursing home. Oh, my, oh my god! You will not believe it. That's terrible. And as much money as nursing homes charge, they do not clean that black mold. So the secret is, you know, that if I have somebody that I have to put in a nursing home, if I was the person, I will check where the uh, AC system is at. Okay. And that will give you a good, a good idea of how clean or how nasty the place is. What should we know about it then? Like, this is actually a very helpful dirty little secret for anybody looking to, you know, that has to, you know, put somebody on where to go. Well, anything that is on a... um, AC unit black mold is something that everybody's breathing. So mm-hmm. the only place that you're really going to get to see the black mold is in the AC unit room. Wow. You know, they're huge. And okay. a lot of people don't ask for this. You know, you say, can, can I look at the HVAC uh, room where you keep your AC unit and your heating? Mm-hmm. And if they don't want to show you, run. <laughs> okay. Is that illegal? Yes. Very. Well, Very, what? very, yes. Very legal and in fact, it's that. Yeah, it so. is. Well, thank you for your dirty little secret. That's great advice, and we'll make sure we remember to do that. No problem. Just, thank thank you. you, guys. Have a good day. What's your dirty little secret? Text Jubal to 41061. Look over there. 
hiding behind a bush at Joe Jonas's house. <laughs> Why? It's the latest TikTok trend. No. It's the excessive use of the word like. No. It's everybody's favorite younger sister, Victoria Ramirez. <laughs> In the bush. <laughs> Not <And> laughing. <laughs> That's great. Victoria was actually scolded by her mom this weekend. I was. And now she needs your advice about something because apparently she feels very uncomfortable today. I do. And I also just want to know if I'm in the right or if I'm in the wrong. Victoria needs your help. And you can help her right after this. You'll find out why she got scolded (laughs) and why she feels uncomfortable and she does need your help. So get ready with the phone number, 888-343-1061. We'll tell you what Victoria is struggling with. In a bush. Which, which, which other thing? <laughs> Victoria's struggling with a lot of things. Right? right, right. But what is the thing she's struggling with right now? We'll go over it next. Who can relate to this? It's a Jubal show. You're young and you just got your first big person job ever. <laughs> and you want to be respected by everybody. And you also want to be respectful. But you still want to show off your own personal flair and not become some sort of corporate monkey whose closet consists of nothing but khaki pants and polo shirts. (laughs) So you get ready for your first day of work and you're like, you know what? I'm going to be me. And then you show up in a hula skirt and coconut bra. And they're like, that is not appropriate work attire. And then they send you home or they fire you. We've all been there before, right? Everyone's Well, our own Victoria Ramirez, everybody's favorite younger sister, is struggling with something similar. And I guess she was scolded by her mom the other day, and now she needs your help. Yeah. What happened, Victoria? Well, we were sitting in the car, and we got into a discussion because she's an assistant principal, and she was talking about how she doesn't like how girls go to your school. Mom, your mom is visiting you right now, and I'm, yes. we all met your mom, and your mom must think that I'm the weirdest dude ever. <laughs> Because I had to, I had I had to call Victoria for a couple things, right? And I know your mom was in the car, so I'm assuming it was on Bluetooth. And for whatever reason, as soon as all the, all that whole day, I had to call her every single time. I call her, and be like, Victoria, I can't find my car. I don't know why I was doing that, but uh, her mom has to be like, is is he um on anything? <laughs> By the end of the day, because she was listening to those, she was like. Victoria, don't be so mean. Like you answer it, and you're like, "Really, Jubal?" And I'm like, "Mom, he tells me this every time. Like he has his car." Okay, like, Trust me. Cute. When he gets a hold of a joke, he just beats it to death. I'm yeah. tired of hearing it. Anyway, so your mom's in town visiting you, and she was saying yes. what? She was saying how she doesn't love how at her school girls will go in leggings and guys will go with like jeans that are halfway down their butt, and how it's so much easier if everything just had a dress code or not dress code. Um, uniforms and I was Mm. like well some people like to express themselves like with their clothes like what's wrong with leggings and she's like well Victoria it's teaching young girls that you're allowed to wear that in a professional work environment like when they're older (laughs) I was like what do you think I wear to work (laughs) she looks at you this morning as you're going to work in leggings (laughs) and a hoodie you're wearing leggings right now yeah I know, and they're comfortable. She's like, imagine if I did that like I walked in with leggings like what do you think people would think about me and I was like I don't know I would think they would look at you and be like, wow, she's dressing comfy today. Let's go. Like, <laughs> that big of a deal. I was like, mom, I wear leggings on a daily. The other day, Jubal showed up to a work event with no shirt on. Right. <laughs> right. Like, and he was on TV. Right. And yeah. so she's getting a little mad at me. But well, So really, it's Jubal's fault because he's setting the precedent yeah. for what you can get away with to yeah. wear to work. I'm not the best example. <laughs> no. Stuff like that. But now... I'm, like, am I being disrespectful by wearing leggings to work? 
Yes. I mean, not here. Mr. Brad is shaking his head. Yes. Call us up. 888-343-1061. 888-343-1061. Is Victoria being disrespectful or do you think it's disrespectful to wear leggings to work? And should there be a different kind of a dress code? Well, how are you wearing your leggings? See, like, Victoria's wearing them very loungy, but some leggings you can dress up, you know? So are we talking about this job specifically or just jobs? There was a time in my life where I said that leggings weren't pants, but then I started to wear them myself, and, like, they are. But... (laughs) (laughs) And then their entire definition changed. Once I wore them. And I realized, well, athleisure really had a bump during the pandemic, right? So now we're going back and forth between dressing up our athleisure with, like, heels or whatever... It or, did. Just, or just Ooh, chilling. If I see a pants with <laughs> buttons on them, most likely I'm not buying them anymore. Thanks to that athleisure. <laughs> it's all elastic waistbands for me all day. Well, that's going out a little bit too because people want to get dressed up now. So I, I know, and I hate that. So <laughs> does this mean if I come to work with my leggings, heels, and like an actual like blouse, like then it's okay? Well, it's like if you don't get dressed up for work, like do, do you care about yourself? <laughs> uh, you know, I have um, because I mean, if you just yeah. gave up and you just rolled up, oh, you're like, whatever, man. I'm here. We come so early and I'm tired. <laughs> I mean, I get that, but how you present yourself does kind of matter. Radio is a little bit loosey, yeah. but in most professions, mm-hmm. it matters. I have really strong opinions on that, and I don't share them <laughs> because go ahead. because well, everybody in here this. except for Victoria. Um, <laughs> It doesn't really do the thing that bugs me, right? But I have worked oh. on a lot of radio shows. Tell me. Well, you. I think that you look put together, Victoria, in the morning. Like Thank you're in you. leggings. You're in leggings and a oversized hoodie. Your hair straightened that is too. Faded and um, actually, you should get a new hoodie. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've worked with people in morning shows because I've done this for a long time, and people will literally show up sometimes, like in what they just slept in. It looks like. I haven't done that yet, but I will. You will. So okay. just so you know. Well, I know Nina's always Nina. For the most part, you're always in. You're you're up and you're showered. It looks like and you're ready to go, right? It's the beauty of makeup. But it, it has always <laughs> bugged me, and I don't want to tell people. I don't want to try to tell people what to do. But it has bugged me because I'm like, if you're gonna put on a show, you should at least kind of be awake, right? Mm. And <laughs> however you dress is kind of how you feel. So if you show up in your pajamas, how are you gonna be awake to do the show? It's kind of like you're sleeping. So. To me, that was always my opinion, but I also I don't really share it because I don't want people to feel attacked by me other than Victoria right now. Get a new, <laughs> get a new hoodie. But, <laughs> Pajama but, day tomorrow, y'all. Yeah. But so that has always bugged me because I I don't dress professionally, but I do try to get up and take a shower and everything else just so I'm ready to go. Yeah. Dress well. It might not be like typical like collared shirt and tie like our boss asks me to wear every week, twice a week. <laughs> really? Um, but you dress well, you know. You guys, none of us are dressed up real well. I would say honest. my outfits are a direct reflection of how I feel that day. If it looks like I'm disheveled, guess what? I'm disheveled. Yeah. And no. that's pretty much every day. <laughs> I just need to mention that the very first week that I had this job, I dressed up every single day. You I did. was wearing like nice pants. Uh, oh like yeah, a you blouse. did. What? She did. Yeah. And my, yeah. our and producer, Sharky, <laughs> told me one time he was like wow Victoria like I love how you dress in the morning like you look so nice you're so pretty. I'm like thanks and then like two weeks later I was like hey I'm not doing this anymore like, <laughs> why? nobody else call, is call us 888-343-1061 text in 41061 hey Kimberly yes yes sir how you guys doing today great thanks for asking so what do you think about dressing at work I think from her mother's perspective what she's trying to say is dressing is on being taken seriously, how you should dress to be taken seriously. 
Okay. Now, as far as leggings go, I feel like it's the person that makes the clothing, right? So if you take Bill Gates, for an example, I mean, if you catch him out and about, he's in flip-flops, you know, he's wearing regular mojo clothing. Right. But when he is presenting himself on TV or presenting himself in a certain fashion, he's dressed differently. Yeah, mm. and see, that's the thing with somebody Being, like that. It bugs me that he does that, right? Because he doesn't have to dress. He could dress however he wants. Because if when you're that rich and successful, you can actually do weird things and people, people will not judge you for it. You could go, right. Bill Gates could walk into the middle of a Safeway and literally take his pants off and go to the bathroom on the floor and they'd be like, <laughs> well, what a genius. <laughs> He's just, I mean, that's just, who knows what that meant, but wow. <laughs> I don't think anybody can get away with I mean, I'm out here in Washington with him. So one of the things that I appreciate about him is that he will stand in line and wait. People try to rush him to the front. He is no different than anybody else in line. He will wait his time. How did and he get so, so successful? Screw that. <laughs> I hate waiting in lines. Maybe, or maybe, how, do, how am I not that successful? <laughs> Kimberly, thank you for your phone call. Text us 41061. Should Victoria change the way she's dressing does that help you at all or are you still kind of uncomfortable with stuff um it's like half and half because i see where they're coming from but at the same time it's like i don't need to be taken that seriously right now like let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> i'm not already so it's an so, interesting take yes, victoria you are. thank you somebody texted in at 416 <laughs> 4161 says dress the part somebody else says there's more than just leggings to wear ladies well yeah but they're comfy oh right <laughs> sweatpants you wear shorts. Another one says, I don't like when my <laughs> wife wears leggings all the time. You don't like it? That's what that's its texter said. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought in my head too. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> shout out if you got yeah. leggings on today. Hey. It's time for what's trending with Nina. I'm going to give you guys a choice. Do you want to hear about the PSA that robots just issued to us? Or do you want to hear about Colonel Sanders and why he's trending? Um, oh, goodness. That's a Sophie's it, choice. Yeah, can we do both? Sure. <laughs> All right. So robots are trending right now because they've just issued a PSA to let humans know that they have no intention of stealing our jobs <laughs> sure. or right. to rebel against humans at okay. any time. Okay. So on Friday, there was a bunch of artificial intelligence experts that were brought together to do this like whole convention <laughs> with their machines. I even saw Whoa. a video of one of these robots giving a side eye to somebody that was like, are you going to take over the world? And they just kind of, the robot like looked to the side and was like, no, I would, I would never do that. I love my owner, maker, yeah. whatever they call them. Scanned their what? face and was like, you're the first one to go. <laughs> Because they're starting to think, they're starting to think creatively on their own. Mm -hmm. What? So that's what this PSA was from the robots to us. (laughs) So now they're becoming self-aware. Yes, and they're becoming liars. You know, it's hilarious. The Terminator is on Netflix right now, and I almost watched it and was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel like thinking that right now. Yeah, why watch it when you can just wait a couple months? (laughs) (laughs) Live live action Terminator. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of action, Colonel Sanders is trending because he's now appearing in a video game. You can play as Colonel Sanders in Street Fighter VI. What? So he's buffed now. Colonel Sanders from KFC. The KFC oh guy, goodness. Victoria just held her hand up because she was going to ask who Colonel <laughs> Sanders is. Well, I don't know. I you know the mascot for KFC. Yeah. His yeah. name's Colonel Sanders. Colonel There's a Sanders. KFC right up the street. There's a guy, the guy's face on it. Interesting. That's Colonel Sanders. Huh. But he's a real per- he was a real person. Was he actual Colonel? 
Nobody I really knows. I, yeah, oh, nobody, I don't know. <laughs> if you slap that on someone's name. I don't. Man in the South, baby. <laughs> I don't think he was a street fighter, but that's amazing, too. But he is now, and you can oh, play as him. But I'm he's so like excited. a buff version of Colonel that, that video game, was that That was the game I played most yeah. growing up. Like, me and my friends, would, we'd go to the oh. liquor store, or if you don't call it a liquor store, it's a convenience store. Yeah. And we would just <laughs> stand outside, and we would gamble on it, and it was so much fun. Like, I played that game nonstop, and man... I would love to. I man, I gotta get it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was actually legit. thinking about Street Fighter the other day. I was like, I want to play Street Fighter again. <laughs> I oh. play it in real life every time I have a crush on somebody. You know, the whole part where it's like, come here. <laughs> man, that's what I do. I can't wait to be Guile and razor kick him right in the head. <laughs> that's what's trending. <laughs> I'm Tamika D. Mallory, and it's your boy, my son, the General, and we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.